Hello everybody, this is Joey Remini from Seeking Balance in Australia and it's really great to have you all on the call and I'm very excited to be speaking with my good friend and colleague from Melbourne, Arimbi Wunoto. Hello Arimbi. Hello Joey. Oh, there you are. So hey. Arimbi is a beautiful vestibular physiotherapist who I've been very lucky to work with and I thought it would be great to chat with Arimbi a little bit about some of our dizzy patients. And in particular, Arimbi has a great interest in what we call bilateral failure or bilateral insufficiency is another word we use, isn't it, Arimbi? Yes, that's right. Yeah. So in a little introduction on Arimbi, Arimbi uh, works at the Austin Hospital in Melbourne and also the Royal Victorian Eye and Ear Hospital. And she is in the vestibular clinics in particular. And Arimbi really is specialised in working with patients with all types of vertigo and dizziness. Um, and also at Dizzy Day Clinics, a private clinic in Melbourne. So you keep pretty busy, don't you, Arimbi? <laughs> it's a full-time job. <laughs> yeah. So I thought on this call we'd actually focus in on the patients who are experiencing this bilateral condition. So do you want to have a go at, you know, maybe explaining what bilateral failure is um, and what it looks like? Okay. So bilateral failure, bilateral just means both sides. So lateral meaning sides and bi meaning both, bilateral mm -hmm. failure. So it's the little balance organs that sit deep within the inner ear of each ear are both not functioning very well. So it doesn't mean that it's no function at all, but not enough function for normal everyday life. And that can happen because of lots of different causes, but sometimes we don't actually know why it's happened at all. And so for some people, that can be a little bit of a struggle in itself. Mm. Um, luckily, however, you know, in amongst all of the patients that I see per week or per, per month, these are actually quite a small proportion. Um, so I'd say... Um, you know, within a month, I'd really only get one or two people. So over a year, I'm looking at 25, maybe, yeah, 20, 25 people. But anyway, bilateral function um, or hypofunction or dysfunction or failure, mm -hmm. as you say, there's lots of different, there are lots of different sort of terminologies for the same thing. But both of the inner ears balance mechanisms are not working well, which means that we don't have even one ear that is telling the brain exactly what position or movement the head's making in space. And so in general, what that then means is it's very difficult for the brain to send the correct messages to the eyes to keep the eyes still in the head while the head's moving around. That's so obviously right. if your head's moving and your eyes are not quite moving at the same speed, then some people will feel like their eyes or their actual perception of where they are in space is lagging behind somehow their head movements. And there's lots of different descriptors that people um, tell me. There was a guy I actually happened to see today who had bilateral mm -hmm. failure who described his head as feeling like it's a pot of water and when he yep. moved his head the water sloshed around. <laughs> yep. So, yep. you know, poor man. Um, 
so it was really difficult for these people. The other thing with them is that they often feel this very strange head movement, but sometimes they don't particularly feel dizzy and they don't usually feel that the world's spinning around, which some other people with different sorts of vestibular problems may describe. Um, these yep. people typically don't if that's the only thing that they have going on. What they will say is that they're really, really unsteady and that they're yep. particularly unsteady in the dark. So if they have to get up in the middle of mm -hmm. the night to go to the toilet or if they're coming home late at night and walking from the car to the house and it's dark and maybe they have to cross a boggy lawn. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, so the unstable service? That's right. So there's unstable surfaces and there's the dark that are particularly difficult for these people because if you don't have an inner ear system to tell you what your head is doing and your body is doing in space, then you're very much more reliant on your vision, on your eyes, and also mm -hmm. much more reliant on good foot position sense and mm -hmm. joint position sense of where you are the in sensations. space. Exactly. And I'm just curious, yeah. could you describe what would it look like if, if a bilateral failure person is sort of walking into the clinic or walking down the street, would they have a particular posture or gait or characteristic, yeah. you know, could you describe that visually? Yeah, so typically they'll mm -hmm. walk with their feet quite wide apart typically, because mm -hmm. they're trying to sort of keep their balance. So obviously if you have your feet wider apart, then you have a wider, what we call a base of support, and there are, mm -hmm. they need a wide base of support to keep their balance. So they tend to be wider, especially mm -hmm. if there's anything tricky about that space, like low light or a little bit uneven, or if they're being asked to move their heads and turn their heads around. So if you were to see someone yeah. like that in the supermarket, for instance, or trying to cross a road, then they're going to be particularly slow, they'll be slow and mm -hmm. they'll they'll really try and spread their feet apart so as to stay as stable as possible. The other thing that they might try and do to try and keep the eyes moving in sync with the head is slow their head movements down a lot so yes. that the eyes have got a chance of keeping up with or head move movement. their shoulders instead or of move, their head. yeah they'll move on block <laughs> that's right we call it moving on block where they try and move everything together to try and keep everything together as it were yeah yeah <laughs> so that's what they'll often look like yeah okay and then if you were to review these patients i mean i realize everyone is different in in, in how they they go each month but if you were re re to review a patient um with the bilateral failure and a healthy brain, so nothing else mm. going on. Mm. What might you see um, would change over the next 6 to 12 months? Mm. Um, well, what we hope, if they're doing all their exercises, you know, regularly mm -hmm. and consistently, is that they'll, they will feel an improvement in their balance in particular mm -hmm. and in their confidence in moving around. So often these people have really lost confidence and really sort yes, of limited absolutely. what they're doing, mm -hmm. you know, not wanting to go out, not wanting to go out by themselves, um, moving really carefully and slowly, stopped socializing, stopped going to the movies or the theater because it's dark, so yep. it's tricky. Yep. Stop doing their sport because they've got to bend or look up or turn around, and you know that's really difficult to do. Um, mm -hmm. So, hoping that they, if if they sort of really do their exercises, that they regain enough confidence to sort of start to do a little bit more of those everyday normal kind of functional things, particularly yeah. movement related ones. Um, and Have also you seen that people... they, yeah, mm -hmm. you go. Yeah. 
Oh, just also that they um, that they actually do perform a bit better when we take our little balance measures, but that's actually yes. quite a minor thing. It doesn't matter quite so much as long as they are more confident in, in daily life. Mm, that's right. Yeah. I was going to say, have you seen many patients get back to sporting activities? I know I, I had one young girl with bilateral failure who was going back to the gym, and I was really impressed with her persistence, actually. Yeah, um, but have you seen people getting back on the road and driving and all of that? Oh, certainly driving. Yeah, yes, and okay. and again, there again, you know, there's just different levels of of hypofunction mm-hmm. or dysfunction. Um, yeah, and driving in some ways is not too difficult because you're sitting, so you don't have to worry about your balance. You do have to worry mm-hmm. about your visual stability. But you yeah. don't have to worry about balance when you're sitting down. So there's only one, well, only when I say only, it's quite a big thing, but there's one thing that the brain has to concentrate on, not to, not lots of things um, in terms yeah. of balance and, and visual stability. So oftentimes people uh, can drive again, certainly mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, local driving they can drive. They might, mm-hmm. they might have restrictions in terms of driving at night time or driving down the freeway, but I think a lot of people get back to driving. Yeah, I'd mm. say the same thing. And a lot of people yeah. are, are really terrified they won't be able to, so it's, it's good to know that Something yeah, that that's right. It's a huge loss towards. of independence, isn't it, in, in this mm-hmm. day and age and in this yeah. country. Yeah. Now, one of my last questions um, for, our, for our listeners, I think it might be really helpful, is what are your Arimbi hot tips mm-hmm. for someone who suspects <laughs> they may have bilateral dysfunction or they've actually already been diagnosed with it, so now they're living with it and wondering, you know, where do I go from here? So what would yeah. you suggest? Yeah. So um my my biggest thing with these people is a that you understand what the problem is and that some situations mm-hmm. are probably always going to be a little bit difficult and to take care with those particular situations. So things like walking around in the dark for instance. Mm-hmm. But the other yeah. really big thing would be just in terms of your general health keep well. Keep as active as you can while staying safe but keep active and and keep up with your general health and I would say particularly eyesight so if you're already wearing glasses or um, or if you have cataracts or if you have diabetes for instance as mm-hmm. well as your as your, well as your bilateral vestibular hypofunction, then keeping up your general health, getting um, you know eye checks regularly, and making sure that your feet are healthy, wearing good footwear, and all that sort of stuff, um, is really important for the prevention of falls in particular. So general and kind also, of strength and balance, yes, and then your general I, health. Mm. I was just about to say leg strength and bone density yeah. and all of that too for yeah. our. That's right. So walking, walking in the daytime, mm. just general stuff is really good um, for these people. And then maybe some specific sort of balance exercises. But walking, yes. I think, is really fantastic exercise. And I think, as you probably know, it's really good for mm-hmm. your sort of mental health as well. So I think staying and positive is really good for, yes. for everyone, really. Mm. Yes, getting good support. And mm. the other the other interesting and, balance exercise that we forget about is housework. You know, all that bending yep, and squatting all that and bending and moving and around. Cleaning. <laughs> it's amazing how much that actually challenges us in a safe environment at home but, you know, it keeps us moving. So 
definitely encouraging those day-to-day tasks as well. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And knowing to pace yourself as well. You know, don't overdo things. Don't get fatigued because yes. that's going to yes. you're going to pay a price for that as well. So Stillness. be kind. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that. That's such a great way to finish the interview. To be kind. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, thank you so much for taking this call. It's always good to chat, and this has been fun. Pleasure, and thank you so much for asking me. Absolutely. Now, if anybody would like to get in touch with Rimby Wanoto because they have specific questions and they really, you know, you're enjoying Rimby's vibe, you can jump on my website at seekingbalance.com.au and get in touch with me, and I'll make sure you and Rimby can maybe be in touch somehow. So we'll we'll do that. How does that sound, Arimbi? Yeah, that's good. That's fine. Great. You're a wonderful woman and the world is so lucky to have you, Arimbi. And you, Joey, for providing the <laughs> service. <laughs> yes, we're all in this together. All right. Well, thank you, Arimbi, and bye for now. No worries. Ciao. Bye.